0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary, it's time for the podcaster who's wearing a sweatshirt. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not sweating. Oh boy, because I'm hap- I'm comfortable. I, I'm, I'm wearing a sweatshirt. Should be called a comfort shirt. Uh, But that would be confusing because you'd say comfort shirt. What exactly does that mean? Well, it's like a sweatshirt when you're not sweating. Thanks, patrons. It's time for Sleep With Me, podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Whether it's uh, thoughts you're thinking about, you know, things on your mind, uh, anything from the past, present, or future. feelings, you know, emotions, physical sensations. It could be changes in time or temperature travel someone else could be traveling it could be anything whatever it is it, it is important right uh or it, it, it feel, whatever it's uh I'm trying to use positive words but you know it might maybe be getting on your nerves uh whatever's keeping you awake i'm like i'm, I'm here though to take your mind off of it and uh, that's uh so i'm going to try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake i think i said that uh Keep them as time as, uh, What did I say? Feel, thoughts, feelings, physical sensations. Whatever it is, I try to take your mind off of that. Oh, the way I'm going to do it. Uh, sorry, forgetfulness. Uh, uh, that could keep you up. I mean, it does for me. I say, how did I forget that? Uh, yeah, but what, The way I'm going to do it is I'm going to create a safe place where it's okay. It's okay to make a MIS... A MIS not a k e s is it's it's okay to be forgetful. It's a place where it, an accepting a safe place should be very accepting and comforting. The assumption of acceptance, uh, I think that it should be like uh, assimilated into the construction products of a safe place. You'd say, what do you what do you you did you just say assimilation of construction products? I say, no, no, we may use construction materials. Uh, we use construction materials that have assimilated the assumption of uh, acceptance. Where acceptance is assumed. Uh, but, well, it's not assumed, though. Uh, because I also like to r- remind you. So I guess, uh, but you, you know what I'm saying. I'm going to try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping awake. I'm going to send my voice. Across the deep dark night, I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Oh, so creaky. Oh, so imperfect. And my meanders will be oh, so pointless. Just like our cute friend Baby Oso in these Mandalorian episodes. My, my, my uh, pointless meanders will be oh, so meandering. Pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. I think you got a little bit of that early on there. Uh, metaphors, incomplete metaphors, uh, go uh, to sidetracks. I haven't met a sidetrack that I haven't put uh, in front of me. I say, well, let me put you right in front of me. I'm going to walk right uh, sidetrack. Uh, I'd say, holy, you're a main track to me, except for the main road I was supposed to be on where I, uh, set up the podcast intro. Uh, so I'll BRB, you know, that's what do you, what does Scoot say to a sidetrack? Uh, well, it depends actually, cause it may be, it may, if, if I'm in the middle of a tangent, it might be, Hey, how are you doing? Nice pleased to meet you. I already said it five seconds ago, but I haven't met a sidetrack. I didn't want to, uh, you know, sit down and talk to about for about 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, but this particular sidetrack, I say, Hey, be, be right back because I see, well, so that's what I'm going to do. Welcome to Sleep With Me. It's a podcast to keep you company and take your mind off stuff as you drift off to sleep. So if you're new, I'm glad you're here. Now, a couple things to know right away. Podcast does not work for everybody. Uh, so see how it goes. And I will tell you, and I don't, I don't gain anything by telling you this, but a lot of listeners, and, uh, and uh, maybe in the millions, uh, hundreds of thousands of people at least have said, took two or three tries before I got used to the show. And then eventually I realized Scooter never will make any, you know, that, uh, that it is full, that he wasn't kidding when he said pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, and creaky dulcet tones. So kind of see how it goes. Uh, don't try to figure this podcast out because I haven't done it. Uh, I mean, I'm someone that has uh, full of conversations with sidetracks and I said, Oh boy, uh, uh, you know, I, I compliment, I, I, I'm working on a book, compliments, sidetrack compliments. Uh, not what you think, but you could sidetrack a conversation with compliments. That would be, I guess it would be a sign that you say, well, isn't that lovely? And they'd say, what, did I drop my sandwich? Uh, that that. Uh, what do you mean, isn't that lovely? I say, scooch, you're getting into, okay, so uh, if you're new, it doesn't work for everybody. Give it a few tries, see how it goes. Maybe the podcast will work for you, maybe it won't, uh, uh, but I hope it does because you deserve a good night's sleep. A couple other things to know is this is a podcast, it kind of goes along with what I just said. You don't really need to listen to it. You could kind of barely listen. You can listen or you can partially listen. You could slowly see how it works for you. So it's a podcast you don't need to listen to, but you can. I'm going to be here. If you can't fall asleep, I'm going to be here till the end. And that's another part of the show. No pressure to fall asleep. If you, This is a podcast you kind of keep your company and be your friend as you drift off. And the reason the shows are about an hour is so you have plenty of time. So you could just kind of drift off at your leisure. Also, structurally, if you're new, that can throw new listeners off a lot. So much so, some of them may not even be listening anymore. Uh, But if you're still with me, a couple of things to know if you're new. Structurally, the show is very different than almost every show because uh, it's here to put you to sleep eventually. Or kind of put you to sleep almost. uh, You know what I'm saying? Oh, you don't. Okay, so show starts off with a few minutes of business. Uh, that's how we keep the podcast free for everybody. Kind, kind of, uh, essential. I'd prefer the podcast to be free for everybody than behind a paywall. So thanks everybody uh, for supporting the show and, and enabling us to do that. So that's the business part. Then there's an intro, uh, which, uh, some listeners also think is an extension of the business or, or like a drawn out a part of the business. And now it's just like a more, uh, silliness business, uh. You know, my business is, you know, when people are standing around and they're not, they're doing something, but they're not really doing something. Like, I think people say the, the analogy would be, oh, are you just kicking the tires uh, on that thing? I don't know if you could picture that. Like, someone's standing there. Maybe the ground's a little bit dusty. They're kicking at the dust. Uh, or maybe they're swinging one of their legs. And they're kind of drift. You know, they're they're a little bit drifting. They're standing there, but they're kind of somewhere else at the same time. I don't know why I brought that up even if that's funny. I guess I just drift, you know, I'm, uh, what did I have to, Oh, that's what the intros are like. Oh yeah. So it does. I, I brought it up for a reason. That's kind of what the intro of the show is like a little bit. It It is, uh, not quite like that. The whole idea of the intro of the shows is, is like 12 to 18 minutes of me. Uh, trying to explain what the podcast is, but I guess like that person standing there, you say you, you, like, here, here's like what a critical, uh, part of us like in my brain i have a lot of critical parts right uh like uh, some of which uh, most of which get in the way of me falling asleep that's what i'm one of the things i'm trying to distract you from i call them brain bots or my nana and if i was just sitting around let's just say i'm standing there somewhere and one they would say what are you doing standing around aimlessly I see, like maybe the first time I don't even hear it, I'm like, you know, just kicking up some dust, maybe screw, you know, what are you doing, drawing in the dirt with your foot? Not exactly. Oh, are you thinking or are you standing? Uh, I kind of neither, both and neither, I guess. I don't know. I'm kind of, I guess I'm do, if, if I had to tell you what I was doing, I'd say I'm doodling with my foot, but I'm not actually even doodling. What are you doing? Just scraping the ground? I guess so. I'm kind of standing here, I guess, kind of scraping the ground and uh, kind of thinking, but not think I'm thinking about something, but I don't know what it is. And I'm also thinking about nothing when I'm, when I'm not thinking about something. Uh, What was your question? Uh, What are you just standing around? Well, I guess not exact. I guess my first answer stands not exactly. I'm standing and I guess I'm around where I am. And I'm kind of moving around. Well, what are you waiting for? Uh, well, is it just, uh, like, uh, I guess, uh, what are you procrastinating? No, actually, I, was, I believe it or not. I was enjoying. I guess I wasn't quite enjoying myself, uh, but I was in one of those rare states of not and not enjoying myself, uh, and then you came along to to set me straight. You you part of my efficiency system? Is that any is that related to my limbic system? Oh boy, you're right. I got to get going, huh? Thank goodness you're here, because uh, I was on the ver- wasn't quite having idle time. I was having time that wasn't half bad. Well, I'm glad I'm glad to see you get you get 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 going. Holy cow! Thanks. So that can be like what goes through my head at bedtime. I don't know if anybody else can relate to that. Or when I'm just staying, I mean, here's what I'd say. In a, in a, let's take a breath together here. Um, is it, 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 You know, we don't always have the peace of mind or the quality of internal space, or at least I don't to say, yeah, maybe, I'm, yeah, I guess I'm kind of just barely standing around. It's pretty nice. You want to join me? Well, I was just going to ask you questions to try to get you moving. What do you mean? I'm just stand. You're just barely standing around. Well, did you listen to that other eight-minute monologue I just made? I was kind of kicking at the dirt here, but absent—I guess you'd say absent-mindedly—in a good way. And then I was looking at that grass. Actually, I was feeling the warmth of the air and the coolness of the breeze. I don't know, my brain kind of seemed empty for a little while. You want to try it? Well, I don't know. Is it okay? Yeah, it's okay to try it. It's okay to just stand around doing, uh, barely doing anything. Really? It is? Yeah. What I like to do is uh, listen to this podcast. It's kind of like very similar to this, but different, uh, and actually I make it. So I don't, I listen to it when I'm editing it, uh, uh, but if I was trying to like Jeff V to, to, to how do you say that to to to, 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 like, they call it with wine, but I'm reading those books by Jeff V to roar or whatever. Uh, I think we had that of like stillness or the almost, it, it, we're just kind of soaking that in, uh, and you can do it too. It's fine. Uh, I, actually, how about if I, I put my arm around you? So you're going to put your arm around me and we're just going to stand around. Yeah, look at that. Oh, wow. That feels not, it's like I'm doodling with my foot, but I'm not doodling anything even specific or nonspecific. It's kind of like you're scraping at the ground, huh? It feels good, huh? It doesn't feel half bad. Right. Okay. You stay there doing that. I'm going to get back to the other listeners. All right. I'll see you in a bit. Okay, this is a little bit meta if you're new, but this is actually what I try to do with every intro is take that part of you, or maybe for you it's something different, and say, hey, what what, what if we do this for a little while? I'm going to talk. I'm not going to get to the point uh, for about 12 to 18 minutes to try to introduce the podcast uh, and tell you, you don't really need to listen or feel pressure to fall asleep. I'm your bud, your boar bud, your bore bay, your bore sib, your bore cuz. Your but you're standing around, barely doing nothing, buddy. And I'm here to take your mind off of stuff uh, and stand at your side when you need it. Or say, hey, it's okay to, uh, yeah, just go ahead and swing You could slack your jaw or you could uh, purse your lips and you say, huh, I don't know. I'm not doing nothing. I guess I'm doing something, but I, yeah. Uh, so that's a, the je ne sais quoi, I guess, because like, I can't say that terar word or I don't know how to say it with wine. I don't know, ambiance might be another, like, quite not quite their version of it. Uh, but so I'm here to, to do that for you, to take your mind off stuff. And then ideally, you just slip away. You j- like a, Just like that other part of my brain that I just tried to comfort and say, Uh, Hey, why don't you do some Barely Standing Around and see how it goes? Uh, I say, okay, maybe I will. So that's the podcast. So that's the intro, which we're right at the end of now. Then I'm going to talk about The Mandalorian in a boring way. Now, not a boring show, but my coverage of it, you say, huh, I don't remember that from the episode. And you'd say, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, what did Scoots talk about about episode eight? I don't know. I don't. I thought he was talking about episode five. Uh, that happens. People say, "Are you sure you weren't talking about season two of Mandalorian?" And they say, "This was made before that existed, so could have been." Uh, so I'm here to keep you company as you drift off. That's the main thing. The reason I make the show is because I've been there. It, clearly, I mean, you heard that. Uh, there's a part of me that says, "What are you just enjoying? You're you're not." Not enjoying yourself? Oh, boy, we better get doing something. Uh, and uh, I want to create space for you to relax, to unwind, and to sink into bed. Because I truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And I'm here to help you if I can. And now, like I said, I can't help everybody. But I hope I can help it dial it down for you so you can drift away. And I want you to work very, very hard on this show. Because I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep, I appreciate you coming by. And here's a couple of ways we're able to keep this podcast free for everybody. All right, everybody, scoots here, and we're talking about the last episode of season one, chapter eight. And not episode eight; it's chapter eight. But 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 because I I was going to say episode eight, I was also going to say buddy. But then I realized I was talking to myself, and it's probably not appropriate to call myself buddy. So we're talking about Chapter 8. We'll get to the title of it. It starts with the per- uh, previously on the Mandalorian. And we got a little grief. We got a little Werner. We got some uh, Cara Dune. I thought it was a Sand Dune at first because I just put Dune. We got the Covert. We got the Grouchy Mandalor- Mandalorians and then the Grouchy one. A little showdown. Relocation. This is the way which either either someone said it or it reminded me of So Shall We All, but it's really So Say We All uh, after I Googled it. They said, so that whole series, they weren't saying So Shall We All. They probably knew it at the time, but we'll talk about that maybe later. Crew sequence, you know, gathering the crew, that droid. Uh, client, Werner out, and the cliffhanger. And old, uh, uh, whoever Moff Gideon saying it will be mine, which reminded me of be mine, um, which reminded me of candy hearts, uh, speeder bike chase, uh, post comedy chat. So that doesn't make any sense. Oh, except it does. So there's a, really, this dialogue, uh, is really good. Uh, the Moff, uh, Gideon. Is it, what is that thing anyway? So real? I, I don't, I don't even know who, who was doing the voices, uh, but some amazing writing, a uh, little, you know, like uh, slow it down. Uh, I don't know. Just, uh, just, just really funny. Well-written dialogue, I guess. I don't know what else I'm trying to say. And actually body language and acting. Yeah. Uh, can I see it? Do you get the point? Uh, not, nah, not good. Also, uh, oh, neither one of them has good, uh, like neither one of these uh, are top, uh, would be top in their class at Speeder Bike Academy because, uh, they, they don't, they can't, uh, they can't aim. They're tossing, they're doing spitballs. Also, there's a spray paint ball sound effect I liked. Uh yeah, love the body language, how much they're moving around. They say, oh, it could take a while. Don't worry. Yeah, I just want to see it uh, serves you right. Uh, then we have the sound of the IG units, old nurse droid, uh, uh, new nurse droid, I guess, uh, IG unit making two steps. Uh, step one, step two, I'm on screen. And the IG unit says some stuff. I guess I have closed captioning turned off here. Let's, let's, let's fix that. Let's remedy that. Holy. Uh, closed captioning. They're uh, Trooper One and Trooper Two. They're not in the Koopa Troopers. They're no. They're no Koopa Troopers. I'll tell you that much. Uh, even though they are in shells, so I say, well, actually, Scoots, we're in shells. Uh, we're not really much like Koopa Troopers. Uh, we're not incredibly effective. And I say, okay, well, uh, things I didn't realize uh, how much the two of you are like Koopa Troopers. Uh, also, Scoots, I don't think they're called Cooper Troopers. And I'd say, so shall we all make mistakes just like a human does. So it's just buying time as we wait for the IG unit to... Uh, oh, there's also a fish quote. stuff it in my sack, uh, they say. I think they said something a little bit different, but I said, oh, that's like a fish song. Get out of here. Oh, then uh, the IG unit takes over. Because they, they say get out of here, and they see say, the IG unit says, "Are you re- refru- refusing my request uh, to take over the baby? You know, I'm going to take the baby with me. It's my charge." Uh, and then the IG unit says, "Because the Ijuna has to um, send the troopers back to school." So it says to baby, "Oh, so sorry you had to see that," and uh, the um. Yeah, one uh, speeder bike remains. So, so then the IG unit gets on a speeder bike, and the Oso and the uh, IG unit are out. That was unpleasant. Sorry, had to see that. And then we have the title card, Chapter Eight of the Redemption. Uh, then I don't like uh, there's a showdown. Uh, like a slow rising camera behind Gideon. There's lots of shots, a series of shots, as I like to say, of uh, faces and zooms on Gideon. Uh, so we get everybody's face so we know, okay, wait, we still got Mando, Cara Dune, Grief, Grief Cargus, or Reef cargus, whatever Scoots is going to call him. And I don't know about, well, a lot about how the sun works on this planet, but the sun, it, it feels like it must be winter because of the way the sunlight is, uh, Talk about the sewers. Yeah, sewers are good. Who wouldn't agree? What are they waiting for? I think that was my note. uh, And then I guess we realize what it is in a minute. uh, There were some confusing things, but we don't know Moff Gideon's full. We don't know everything about motivations. So okay, let's get out of here. They try to get into the sewer. That doesn't work. They're setting up an e-c- e-web, which is like an e-cam. Uh, they say, well, let's get the sewer, uh, sewer vent. They're trying to boot up this e call recorder. That's a call recorder, ecam call recorder, Pod, some podcasts you, your podcasters use that for interviews. And they say, we're going to record all your calls. Uh, you got to put on a podcast uh, or you could come... Uh, join the um, Moff Gideon, give up, and they say, neither, we're going to try to get out of here, but they can't get the sewer g- grate open. And then we have some good dialogue. You're astute panic. Uh, uh, I love that term. Astute panic suggests you understand your situation. Uh, you know, I'd rather not do this, so I encourage a moment of consideration. And they says, you got this ECAM cam call recorder, Kara, Kara Cynthia, Kara Cynthia. The Kara's with a C, the Cynthia's with an S. Uh, Kara Cynthia Dune of Alderaan, who knows our old model. And is Din Jarin, D-I-N-D-J-A-R-I-N, or Mandalorian, who's familiar with the Thousand Tears and disgraced magistrate really good vocabulary words grief cargus uh uh unceremonious uh, search the wisdom of your years uh something about unceremonious so let's see come outside and you know' work for me or you'll have to make a podcast uh or we'll figure something outside oh yeah unceremonious end. And we get some great uh, action from grief. He says, what do you propose? And they say, negotiation. Parents went away on a week's vacation. What assurance do you offer? And he says, you can't trust me. I'm motivated by my own self-interest. I'll act in my self-interest. To give you till nightfall. They said, why are they waiting? And he says, for your entertainment scoots, believe it or not. Uh, he said, well, that's polite of them. Uh, They also don't get, so there's a lot, I don't know if these are all tucked in here as like uh, uh, nods and inside jokes, but I think they are. Well, one, they use a a term uh, mind player, uh, but with, and I said, isn't that what it was called at uh, the the Otter Things, the podcast uh, about Emmett Otter uh, that took place in the 80s uh, from the Duffer brothers? Uh, so they use that term, but maybe that's an old Star Wars term. I don't know. And then uh, Mandalorian says, I know who he is, Moff Gideon. Knew him as a lad uh, or something. They say w- he's he's no good. Everybody says that. Uh, he knew my name. And then Grief doesn't know that Mandalorian's like a way of life. not a, uh, It's a creed. and not, I wasn't born on Mandalore. Uh, it's agreed. Then we get a flashback uh, droids or bots. Uh, that that was something I didn't look up, but I said, okay, there's droids and there's bots. But it reminded me of that TV show Battle Bots. Uh, uh, then uh, the hideout, a lot of maroon to wine colored robes, Mandalorian rescue. That Mandalorian has an antenna. Uh, uses the take-my-hand motion uh, to uh, Din, Din Djarin. Almost everybody had a jet pack. And then the Mandalorian comes back, and that's how I know him. And he goes, but this is the thing. The child must have got away because why? Why? He answers my question from earlier. Why are they waiting around? The child got away. Grief does a shot of Spotchka uh, 'cause cause you can tell it's spotchka when it has glow cubes, blue glow cubes. Uh, then the phone rings. It's oh, so they're not recording the call. Uh, then IG says Quill's out. Mando's not happy about that. And he says, I got to follow my base function. And Mando goes, what? He goes to nurse and protect, which reminded me of RoboCop, whose m- primary function was to serve and protect. Uh, then we get some action going. If Also, Grief has more spotchka. Uh There's building music as uh, the IG heads into town, uh, really doing some work. Uh, jumps off his bike at some point. It's on the IG, and it says it's on to the break of dawn, or to dusk in this case. And he says, let's dance. We're not making any podcasts here with the ecam call recorder. And they say, are you sure it's not the ECAM? And I said, I don't know. The E-Web, according to officially. Cara hides out. Uh, Mando's outside with the IG unit. He gets the E-Web, the E-CAM. Maf Gideon takes out the E-Web uh, call recorder. Also Mandalorian, he, he takes out. And Mandalorian gets a timeout. uh. They go back in. They go, Jesus is our only way out. Karis cradling Mando. Uh, try to remove the great. Uh, uh, Grief says, I love IG units because the IG unit uh, has uh, like a, what is that thing called? Uh, what is that called? Like where you cut metal uh, thingamajig with a uh, heat. Uh, and uh, so he gets on that. Uh, Let's see. Move the great, I love IG units. But Amanda's bell was rung. Uh, he says, Go bye bye without me. And Kara says, Let's take your helmet off, get you some air. He goes, No, no, no. And then as they're trying to figure it out, uh, this is when everything goes wild. A special trooper comes in, you know, former stormtrooper uh, with stripes. And it's a skunk trooper, which we've never seen in all my days of Star Wars. and never associated would have never thought, but you, the brilliance of, uh, whoever ran the empire, uh, Moff Gideon, it's a skunk trooper. Like, and just like you think, I said, holy Pepe Le Pew, that is not a cat. It's a skunk trooper, a trooper with a skunk based, uh, uh, distributor. And they say, well, this is it. And Mando says, just get out of here. Uh, this is a way, leave me behind. I'll deal with the stinky trooper. And what happens is uh, the, the, the skunk trooper tries to do some skunking, like lay down the old skunk spray, and oh, Baby Oso says, you think you, uh, and you know, we've never seen that Baby Oso wears a diaper, also 50 years old, I'm not sure. Baby Oso looks like, a... we don't know, we don't know. And Baby Oso says, in this case, I don't know if it was Baby Oso's diaper, but Baby Oso says, I have a stinky diaper. And it throws the diaper at the, uh, the skunk trooper into the skunk spray, which rebounds with the diaper on the skunk trooper. And much like when Koa got uh, skunked, it made it like, a, you know, that's when dogs run away. They don't like it. no uh. doesn't like it? Their are owners. Uh. Then also has to lie down to rest, of course, because that's, like, overwhelming uh and then the great, the IG owner gets his great, gets the grate open, the sewer grates. And uh, Mando sa- says, go without me, leave me behind. They say, no, no, no. He says, take the baby. Uh, I'll stay, take Oso, do it, uh, do what, uh, Oh, that's not yet. So he finally convinces Cara Dune and Grief Cargus to go without him. And I, Juno, says, don't worry about it. I'll take care of uh, Mandalorian. Uh, but the Mandalorian actually doesn't like skunk smell. So, so he's kind of like beside himself. Uh, and there's just like a, a couple heartfelt moments. I mean, again, there's a level of writing. is just uh, oof, dialogue writing here. I mean, everything came together, uh, in my opinion. So he says, uh, like he, he says, do it. Uh, and, and, um, and the IG unit says, do what? He says, just full skunk me, man. Leave me in behind and I'll be a stinker And the IG unit says, no, 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 I'm a nurse droid. I'm not a hunter or a, you know, stinker. You know, I'm not a, like, leave time smoker. you know. Whatever that, you know, I like, I'm not a lover on the run. I'm a nurse droid. And he says, I got to take off your helmet, though, because you can't have, I got to put this mix on you. It's like uh, whatever I did when COA got sprayed, maybe, I can't remember, I looked it up on the internet, but maybe some sort of soap and uh, hydrogen peroxide mixed together. Uh, but don't take my word for it. This is an IG unit. And he says, this'll get the skunk smell right off you. It's back to spray. Kind of like AAA A ointment in this thing. Obi says, I gotta take your helmet off. And Mandalorian says you can't do it. Uh, that's uh not the way. And he says, uh says I'm not a living thing. And then he says, Hello, handsome. He takes off that helmet. Whoa. And then he, he does the um the thing for the AAA A spray for the, the skunk smell. Uh, and then he talks about a central processing unit. He's like, I, make a jo- I made a joke. They go down the halls below in the sewer. And I June unit, like everybody's like, is Mando coming? And he comes, he's got his headlamp on. Uh, then they're lost. Uh, they say, where are we going? And Mando goes, I don't know, I usually come in through the bazaar. I have no idea where we are. And Grief says, let's follow the river. And Mando says, we need the Mandalorians. They'll escort us out of here. And I'll, I'll just try to find their tracks. He, see, You know, he does the old uh, thermal imaging thing. Oh, they're close. Uh, but then we find that they left all their armor behind. And he says, oh, dear. Mando goes down to his knees. Oh, no. And they say, let's go. He goes, I can't leave. Uh, then he gets mad. These are very typical reactions. He's mad at grief. Did you do this? Uh, No, he goes, no. Amanda goes, are you sure about this? Uh, Made Mandalorians take off their helmets. uh, And then the um, armorer, she appears. She says, it's not his fault. uh, And she goes, actually, no offense, but uh, she goes, we revealed ourselves. And then, you know, the Imperials uh, had to deal with it. And the Mandalorian says, oh, no. And she goes, I have to salvage what remains. That's a really nice term, salvage what remains. Uh, then, oh, come with us. Oh, no, they say, he's, They say, come with us. She says, no, I have to salvage what remains. They go into the armor temple. She's melting down armor. And then we have another great small moment. She says, show me the one, you know, that caused all this uh, hassle, boo. Uh, yeah, actually got to read the like, style because it's so good to you. Uh, mercenaries, covert, this is what resulted. And just getting caught up here. Show me one who deemed, you know, this, whose safety, you know, had this uh, fallout. And then she sees, oh, so cute. She says, oh, boy. And she goes, this is the one that you saved. And he goes, yeah, the one that saved me as well. From the Mudhorn, eh? Yep, 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 siree. She goes, yeah, it doesn't look, uh, he goes, yeah, it's not helpless. I'll tell you that much. It can move objects with its mind and uh, armor. says, I know of such things. Uh, Mandalore, the great dealt with these wizards uh, named a Jedi or sorcerers named Jedi. Uh, and he goes, it's an enemy. She goes, no, 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 this one isn't an enemy. It's a foundling in your care and she says basically you got to reunite it with its own kind this mandalorian goes "No, she goes this is the way uh buddy so that's your job and he goes huh really interesting but she's working on something the whole time so it's not uh he goes. What if it's a bunch of wizards uh, that don't like me? She goes. It's the way. Don't you know? Deal with it, as uh, that uh, that a gymnast would say. Deal with it, dude. And They say. What about a plan to get out of here? They go. She goes. Underground descending tunnel, underground river, downstream to the lava flats. And they. Go, she goes. You must go. Uh, foundling is in your care. Uh, by creed, so this is a few different times, and the, the links get even deeper. She goes, by creed, until it's united with its own kind or it becomes of age. It's in your care. You're, you're its father. Cara Dune makes a face at that. So does Oso. Papa. And that's when she says, this is the way. And she goes, by the way, congrats, you got your signet. Uh, let me put it on you here. Uh, because they just made it, and uh, that's what kind of craftsperson I am. I can do three things at once. And she goes, you're a clan of two. Congrats. Uh, Mandalorian says, thank you. I'll wear this with honor. Uh, Then we hear, you know, people coming. Uh, I think she sends an IG unit to deal with it. Uh, Stormtroopers, they say, we got to get out of here. A scouting party, uh, and then uh, the IGN says, "Kara, watch the baby." I will go, deal with the, uh, them." And then she says, "One more uh, gift for you, Mandalorian, Rising Phoenix." You know it, and he goes, "Yeah, I tried it as a kid." And she goes, "This will make you complete. It's a jetpack." He says, "Thank you." She goes, "When you heal, start your drills, uh, but don't you know, don't go flying right away." And he goes, okay, I understand. This will make you complete the drills. Uh, and then they go, why don't you come with us? She goes, my place is here. Uh, but more are coming. Then she says, "Din, not jar and restock your, your munitions. Uh, uh, or maybe she says, I unit, carry this backpack, uh, and, uh, and then hit the road, uh, they say thank you. Then there's great music. Holy moly! And uh, then the armor. We get a great scene with the armor dealing with some stormtroopers. Really great moves. Uh, then we have a lava river and a skiff with a fairy droid who's not functioning currently. But some cool lava. Lava. Uh, so the thing is kind of stuck, uh, and Cara Dune has to do it. Oh, I do but I put 33 minutes here. So let's see what this is. There must be something else of significance. Maybe another Creed joke, probably. Oh, cause, uh, um, there's just more than one link to Creed from the, um, Apollo Creed and then the movie's Creed. Okay. So trying to get the boat moving. Push it. Come on mandalorian kicks it to care dune is, is uses her brain first to, to get it loose and then she's common sense guys what the heck uh, she goes it's lava you just gotta remelt it or knock it loose uh so good job oh, wait, watch your feet it's molten lava by the way oh she goes no kidding that's what i think that's what it was that joke uh uh, droid wakes up, it's a R2 unit, uh, molten lava, no kidding. Uh, get to work, Droid, moving us. Uh, uh, first they have trouble, I think, community. Anyone here speak Droid? A little more comedy. Uh, and then, oh, uh, uh, Gr- Grief cargus raises his voice. Instead of saying, oh, I speak Droid, he just talks louder. And he says, take us down river. Uh, then they go down. We also see these lava otters that have their otters with red eyes, like a river otter, but a lava otter. And then they say, Oh boy, we're free. And they say, Come on, grief, give me a break, man. Don't you know anything about uh structure of stories? You're not free yet. You know, we got two more challenges to, to in the next eight minutes. Uh, the main lord goes, No, there's a bunch of them waiting for us down there, a platoon. Then they say, "Stop the boat." They just said it would float down there, uh, and they say, "Droid." Kara loses her temper. She says, "Droid, stop the boat! I'm talking to you." And and grief says, "You got to raise your voice and talk really loud." Still moving, unacceptable. Uh, uh, looks like we'll have to deal with them. Too many. Uh, I.G. unit says this is an un- unacceptable outcome. Uh, I'll deal with it and you can get away. Mandalorian says, not possible. And Igena is says, it's not my objective, uh, uh, security pro- pro- protocols, uh, for my manufacturer. Remember, it can't be compromised. And Mandalorian kind of says, no. And then I, says, yeah, this is the only choice. Uh, I can no longer carry this for you. So your, your jetpack." uh, nor watch over the child. Mandalorian says, isn't that your job? Your base command supersedes your protocols. And Igena says, yeah, but uh, you just have to give me permission that you're going to watch the kid that's now your child, uh, Baby Oso. And then I can save the day. Your child, well, he says, we need you. And, and, and Mandal- Igena says, victory through combat is impossible. Uh, wisdom of, uh, wisdom of droids, uh, just tell me you're going to watch over the child and, uh, I can do it. Uh, the child will be, sa- uh, tell me the child will be safe in your care. And <laughs> again, at a pinnacle moment, just enough comedy. He says, uh, there's nothing to be sad about, uh. Uh, I've never been alive. I mean, really touching. This is the nice comedy part. That was the touching part. That's at thirty-five fifty-five. And the Mandalorian says, "I'm not sad." He goes, and then IG and it says, I, "Yes, you are." I'm an uh, uh Just, just the right amount. I don't know how they like. Then uh. he walks through lava. Uh, heads out, tells some um, uh, stormtroopers, "Hey, by the way, my manufacturer's protocol make makes you all go bye-bye." And they're all out. Then the skiff comes out of the thing, and uh, Griefs Cargus is once again too soon, old, too soon. Grief—that uh, was his nickname. That's why they call him Grief Cargus, because uh, they said every time he thinks things are going good. Uh, you know, then they're not, uh, cause he says, we're good. Hooray. And then a tie fighter comes with Gideon. Uh, then, uh, we see, uh, uh, Gideon misses on his first pass. Then at 3750, again, high, like he says, uh, hey, let's make the baby do the magic hand. This, my dog, I mean, I cracked up too, but he says, make the baby do the magic same, same hand thing. Hey, baby, do the magic hand thing. Then uh, Kara has a look, uh, and then the baby does something funny. And they say, geez, I'm out of ideas. Uh, and the Mandalorian says, I'm not, uh, he says, I got a jet pack. So then he tags along with the Mandalorian. Uh, he says, uh, he holds on to the ship. Uh, he uses his restocked mun- munitions to say, bye-bye, uh, uh, Gideon and your TIE fighter uh, then the Mandalorian lands uh, on uh, with his jetpack he's pretty good, he's like a natural uh, jetpacker, must have had good drills as a kid and then we get some more good dialogue that I wanted to mention uh, impressive Mando, very impressive that's what grief says your guild rates are up uh, sun's going down now uh, Kara says, I think we clean this place up. I, I'm going to stay around, though. Oso's not so sure. And they say, why are we going to stay here? And Grief says, Navarro's a great planet. No more scum and villainy. A very respectable. You know, Just some typical Star Wars humor in a good way. Because some of my favorite people are bounty hunters. Uh Maybe Kara will join my ranks. She goes, i got to get my chain coat cleaned up. And he goes, if you work with me, no doubt about it. I'll clean that up. Clerical concerns are the least of your worries. Uh, Mando, you're welcome back with open arms. Uh, Oso's watching this. He said, go have a good time. Uh, and then you'll have your pick of quarries. And Mando goes, he picks up his baby. Uh, Oso, the child, he says, yeah, I got more pressing matters at hand. Uh. And Kara, everybody wants to touch Oso's ears, which uh, she does. Take care of the little one. Uh, Then Grief touches uh, Mando's ear. I mean, uh, not Mando's ears. uh, And they say, all right, take care, man. Mando walks off, not into the sunset. Then he flies off uh, with Oso, who looks after Grief and uh, Kara, who look after him. More pressing matters. Music on you. Uh, Mando jets out Oso eyes. Uh, then we say goodbye to Queel. Uh goodbye. Sun's getting even lower. Then we're back on the ship. Mando puts Oso in a basket his basket. By the way, there's a whole no- there's another uh if you're looking for another a second floating pram, it's in Werner Herzog's office. Uh Another one, even better made. Uh, then uh, he notices uh, Oso sucking on his uh, his Mandalorian necklace. Uh, it's in his mouth and around his neck. He says, "Hang on to that, kid. The music is just so good. We will talk about that." Uh, uh, they take off. Then we see Karen Grief walking. We see the ship in the sky old whatever ship it was called that i forgot uh forgot the name of the ship i, I, I was hoping i would jog it out of my brain but yeah not coming yeah then uh, we get a, a wait a second thing yeah uh, because as we see as the camera pans uh, to the left we see the tie fighter there's jaw on it but it's still somewhat intact uh, that's uh moff gideon's uh And then we see, like, this laser uh, knife, uh, like, not a lightsaber, but something similar. And it glows. He gets out of his ship holding this uh, sword, laser saber, I'd call it. He climbs up high, looks around, like, pride. Also, he does a lot of glaring. And the episode ends, I believe it ended with 13 to 12 to 14 paintings, but, you know, somewhere between 12 and 14, but I could be wrong. And so that was the episode. Now let's do some quick coverage here of uh, some stuff from the episode. Am I right or am I right? Okay, so the most important thing is, you know, I don't read anything about the critical response because, uh, Or critical opinions of the show, just because I don't want to mix myself up. Uh, But I can imagine uh, that um, the music has been getting accolades. Uh, And Ludwig Gorenson is, uh, and I may be pronouncing that incorrectly, uh, is a Swedish composer, conductor, and record producer. You may have heard of him before uh, because uh, he's got quite a body of work. But really. I mean, I don't even know what to say about, uh, like, I mean, I'd love to watch some extras about uh, the music on this series because I I don't think I can say enough about the use of music and sound effects, uh, uh, but by reading. uh, So if you've seen any Ryan Coogler movies, uh, uh, so Fruitvale Station, uh, Black Panther, uh, Creed, and Creed Two, So just talk about a small world. uh, Like, it's just funny. Uh, Donald Glover or Childish Gambino, uh, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Chance the Rapper, uh, Community, uh, uh, Happy Endings, New Girl, uh, so, co- collaborator with Childish Gambino, uh, produced, uh, This Is America, uh, originally from, uh, uh, Sweden, uh, film and TV, TV composer, uh, Worked with a fellow USC graduate, uh, Ryan Coogler, who's uh, from Oaktown, on Fruvale Station. Uh, then signed a deal with uh, Jay-Z's Rock Nation as a composer. Uh, worked on the movie Worth Millers. Uh, then worked on Creed. Uh, then worked on Black Panther. And I'm sure in between tons and tons of stuff. Uh, I'm just running through what I have here in front of me. Also, trolls world tour. So maybe even has worked with uh, the, uh, in some sense, uh, the, the 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 goof boys. Uh, so you know who knows. Which uh, would then circle back to Lynn. Uh, uh, you got community. You wor- worked on community uh, with Donald Glover. So uh, links to Dan Harmon. So just like uh, talk about cool. Wow. I mean. But all that aside, holy moly, the music on this show, uh, I, I, I mean, you should just, like you say, well, what do, what do you, I mean, it's a huge part of Star Wars and most things, but this was not John Williams music, uh, even in stylistically, uh, I don't want to, I, I guess you can't say, oh, better or, 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 you know, you don't compare that way, but, uh, it was just brilliant. I mean, I, I can't say enough about it. Okay, let's get some SAT words. Covert, C-O-V-E-R-T. Uh, not openly practiced, avowed, or engaged in, accumulated, or shown. Covered over, sheltered. That was the case in this episode. Uh, or a covered place, a hideout, a thick underbrush. Uh, uh, that's covert. Uh, also concealed, you know, so that that's one word. Make them up. Uh, how <laughs> about so so shall we all? It's actually so say we all. And uh, that was on your own, like a, a phrase in the TV show Battlestar Galactica. Uh, but it's also the name of the unofficial, complete, uncensored oral history of Battlestar Galactica. So I found this review of the book on tour.com by Ryan Britt, uh, from August 21st, 2018. Uh, you know, a lot of, this is paraphrasing, uh, that a lot of behind the scenes books, you know, show the flashy sides, uh, or, you know, about the, you know, the, like the stuff behind the scenes, uh, but Ed Gross and Mark A. Altman, uh, turned uh, their journalistic sensibilities into the real story behind Battlestar Galactica, and guess what? Turns out most of the people who worked with one another, liked each other a lot. It's easy to take one huge takeaway from so Sh- say we so say we all. Uh, uh, it's that the struggles of both versions of Battlestar Galactica mirrored the premises of both series. Uh, the actors and writers face more adversity from without than within uh, because of other things, outside forces trying to shut it down. And so, uh, so say we So, it's a book. If you're a Star Galactica fan, sci fi TV show fan, check out that book, So just say, say We All. Okay, aerosol paint, aka spray paint. Uh, you looked that up because they said, what about that thing in the spray paint can? It's a type of paint, according to Wiki, Wikipedia, sealed, pressurized container, aerosol spray by depressing a valve. Uh, leaves a smooth, evenly coated surface, unless Scoots is doing it. Sometimes you use primer. Uh, history-wise, 1949, Edward Seymour of Sycamore, Illinois, added paint to existing spray can technology at his wife, Bonnie's suggestion. So it should be Bonnie who gets the credit, uh, by the way. Got a patent for that in uh, 1951. Uh, Many aerosol paints have a marble, metal, glass, or plastic ball called a PEA inside the can used to mix the paint. Uh, uh, This is very good for the paint to be transferred from one thing to another. I don't understand that. Uh, it's got a valve, you know, You know it gets used everywhere, but uh, also unmistakable sound, that sound of that the P metal thing in the can. Okay, here's another word for you uh, students out there, astute, A-S-T-U-T-E, astute. Uh, as an adjective, it means quickly or critically discerning or shrewd or crafty. This is according to Wiccan Dictionary. And I guess that's it, uh, anagrams, uh, oh, I can't find, oh, statue. So there's another one if you're statue astute. And then here's another one, magistrate, uh, M-A-G-I-S-T-R-A-T-E, magistrate. Uh, I mean, these ones aren't going to win you the, uh, Scripps uh, spelling bee or, you know, the five, you know, get you a, whatever, 2000 on the SAT, so it'll help, you know. Yeah, that's all I'm looking to do. Magistrate is a judicial officer with limited authority to in, administer and enforce the laws. Uh, a high official, a comparable official, or someone with a master's degree. Um, so, nothing great. Uh, anagram is stereg- Uh Let's just look up that word. Uh, S T. E R I G M A T A, sterigmata, sterigmata, which is a plural of uh, sterigmatum, which is, uh, is this, I might have gone down some, uh, it's a thin projection of the basidum in those fungi that bear basidophores for. So any of that is for the kids, any of that you could, is, you could look up b b s. you know, the one you'll have to look up on your own if you want to win the spelling bee and, uh, you know, have a perfect score on SAT because that is beyond me, but you could just use the links and do some link following. You could figure that out. Now, I know, I know that uh, there's a TV show BattleBots, but you know, I was like, I watched BattleBots, but I was a, a Robot Wars fan. Uh, before BattleBots, it would be on late Sunday nights. Uh, the the um the Craig Charles version. Uh, I guess Jeremy Clarkson was on one season. Then Craig Charles was on like six seasons. I didn't watch it after. Oh, there was a long break, uh, and then I guess it got rebooted. Uh, it was a robot competition, British television from 1998 to 2004. So that's when I was watching it, at the end of the nineties, the beginning of late night TV, uh, amateur and professional robot, robot uh, operating their own, uh, robot remote controlled robots, uh, in an arena. But there was also like, uh, obstacle courses and stuff. It was on BBC two, uh, then BBC choice, uh, then channel five, uh, Then there was a revival. Jeremy Clarkson was in the first series. And then Craig Charles, you know, Red Dwarf Craig Charles, uh, from Master Mayhem. He was so good. I I just, like, that's what made the show for me. And then I had trouble transitioning to uh, BattleBots. Not that I didn't like it or everybody involved with that. It was just that Craig was so good. Uh, Then they, you know, did a U.S. version, a Netherlands version. Uh, so yeah, so that was like uh, robot wars, uh, battle bots. Uh, now they did have scholar brothers at some point. Oh, Bill Nye was on it. Uh, Tim Green, uh, Molly McGrath, uh, Samantha Ponder, Carmen Electra. Oh, there's the scholars two thousand That's when I watched it was when the scholars were Sklars were on it. So that was similar, but that one was more, uh, just b- battles and uh, like robots having like, uh, a uh, dance competitions. Uh, yeah, it was offshoot of robot wars. Uh, let's see. Oh, I guess the partner, there's some partners, you know, it was in, oh, Sam robot bird. Oh, I think I almost tried to go to it. Uh, there was one time 40,000 people watched a live stream in Long Beach uh, but yeah, it was, uh, uh, it was pretty good. I mean, I just remember watching that one series with the school uh, but it looks like there was a lot of other ones. So I probably saw some of the other ones as well. Uh, but yeah, so that was uh, another thing I'll link to. Uh, let's see, we got one last thing I went to At some point, someone ha- ha- hold on came up, which is a Wilson Phillips song from 1990. And the debut album Wilson Phil, Wilson Phillips, uh, and it got song of the year. Oh no, lost to, to "From a Distance" by uh, Julie Gold and performed by Bette Midler. So I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah, it was a number one. It became their first number one single in 1990. Yeah, uh, hold on, peaked in the UK. So just a song, you know, everybody started, I don't want to go too deep into it. Uh, and then finally, before we say goodnight, uh, here's Wendy Marstrap. Hey, everybody, it's me, Wendy Marstrap, your favorite uh, traveler from Star Wars, and letting you know places you could go other than when you go on Star Tour or so, those theme parks, if you really want to go to Star Wars, here's a fun place for you to visit. And I'm here with my do-back, Dewey. Uh, telling you to check out Alderaan, which is a planet in Star Wars. It's blue-green, and it's a terrestrial planet. Kerosynthia Dune is from there. Uh, Mostly humanoid inhabitants, also the home planet of Princess Leia, by the way. Now, you do need a time machine if you want to go, but, I mean, either way, it was a long time ago. So don't worry about, you know, if you're a real Star Wars fan, you might say, what, what, what? Uh, but you could still visit it because, you know, the only way to visit it is through fan fiction, fantasy machine. Its population peaked to around 2 billion and, you know, a lot of stuff going into it. But I just want you to know that it's beautiful. It has beautiful lakes, a bit like people say, like, you know, uh, George Clooney goes to Lake Cuomo. Well, there's Lake Thune in Alderaan, which is beautiful. And you should think about visiting there. There's also mountains and snow. So if you like, uh, you know, snow stuff, you could go there. Uh, so that's just a few ways that you you could visit Alderaan. Check it out. Uh, go visit it. Enjoy it, uh, Alderaan. This is Dewey Dubak. Oh no, this is uh, Wendy Marshstrap and Dewey the Dubak. for you know saying visit some stuff in Star Wars. Good night.